Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Camp Fimfo Waco, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmontz's Sandwich Shop, VersaLive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Good afternoon to Central Texas, and then on into the Hill Country, on into North Austin. Hello, hello College Station, hello Waco, hello Salado, and um, it's uh, we're getting closer. Got some scrimmages coming up this very weekend, and then it's on. Week zero, or whatever we choose to call it, we can get rolling, and there'll be some high school football. And we're going to play it all across the state. Some exciting games coming up. Uh, one particular, I'm trying to think which scrimmages I'm interested in this weekend. Lots of kind of dotted across Central Texas. Also one of the Metroplex that's happening in Capel. And uh, Lake Highland's going over there. But uh, I like to look around all the Metroplex. I like to look around Central Texas, see what everybody's doing. And I, I saw some highlights of what took place over at Midway when Midland Legacy, I believe that used to be Midland Lee, but any, any, uh, I mean, we're, we're trying to make sure nobody even ever mentions Robert E. Lee's name again. Robert E. Lee has been erased from the history books. His name is off the schools. His statues have been removed. Aaron, have you seen a Robert E. Lee statue anywhere? Are they all gone? Is there one in anywhere in McLennan County? A Robert E. Lee. Not that I know of. I think they're all gone. Um, and but I I do think that uh, the that I was watching some highlights of, and we talked to uh, we had uh, Scott Stewart on from Temple. We had Shane Anderson on the week before that, talking about Midway and that six seven quarterback that I've been so interested to see and. I mean, it's just not very often. You'll see, I think, Brock Osweiler in the NFL was maybe 6'7". Flacco's a big guy. Flacco's 6'6". Six, six. You just don't see somebody that tall. I mean, you you know, generally that tall, you go play basketball. Go play some college basketball somewhere. Well, this young man wants to play quarterback in college. And I, I just kind of happened today to look at the cut-ups. And, man. There were some balls delivered right on time. And then uh, I got to say, Midway's got some, you know, I I was kind of trying to see, you know, what Midway might have in the way of wide receiver. I knew they were really good at at running back. In fact, they've got kind of a, well, both Temple and Midway have some good running backs. But I liked the way the, the big guy over at Midway was delivering the ball. And, there were some good catches. One guy went up, snatched one in the end zone on, I wouldn't call it a jump ball because it's a well-delivered ball, but it was also pretty well de- uh, defended. And, and the midway receiver just goes up and just kind of mosses it. Aaron, you've seen that. You got mossed. <laughs> you got mossed on the Randy Moss thing. Mm-hmm. And I, 
the guy went up there and snatched it away. I was. You know where you were great when your name becomes a verb. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of like you got Mosley'd. Is that what people <laughs> say? <laughs> oh, Aaron, you've been. Uh, it is uh, with great interest that I bring this up. Um, over the weekend, I didn't get to it yesterday. I meant to bring it up, and we just had all sorts of breaking news. Aaron officiated a wedding, and uh, it was a good. I like the Ayellas. The Ayellas, good couple. Hearing great things about them, but they tied the knot at a ranch outside of town. Very nice, apparently it was a working ranch. Aaron got out there, saw all sorts of animals. They had some cows out there. They had some horses on the ranch. It's a working ranch, and that's where they chose to have the uh, the service. And I know I've known Aaron to you know be a MC and. And uh, he used to do some stuff at the Sportatorium back in the day. The man liked to announce some wrestling. I've never known him to do a wedding. And uh, Aaron, did you do you feel like it's official? Like, are they by the state of Texas? Uh, and and did you present like your credentials? Hey, this is I've taken <laughs> the test that I need to. Is 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 everything official? I. I just don't want the Ayellas to be out there wondering if they were truly married or not. It's funny that you mentioned that. Um, in all the excitement of the day, the officiate, the person who officiates the ceremony has to sign the wedding certificate, and both I and the couple forgot about that. But they did uh, stop by yesterday, got that done, and they filed it and made it official. So they are officially married, and it was great. And it's it's funny that you mentioned my time doing wrestling announcing because I was really nervous because it was, it's a good friend of mine and I wanted to do a good job. And I just kind of thought, okay, if you can get up in front of a thousand people in the sportatorium and announce wrestlers, you can do this. And it went pretty well. I don't want to like, sound like I've tooted my own horn, but I think I did yeah. a pretty good job. I got some compliments from some friends of mine, which I was, I was very flattered and, and well, it was nice. very nice. Well, I hope the Ayellas, uh, if there is some video or audio, I'd like to listen to it for myself, provide some feedback. Aaron always loves feedback from me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, bet, I, bet it, I bet you did a nice job, and uh, we wish them the best. Were, were, they, were they off on a honeymoon, Aaron, or were they going to put that off? What, were, what, what sort of situation did they have there? Where were the Ayellas thinking about going? They stayed there that night, I believe, because yeah. they have cabins. But I think that they're, the honeymoon will be coming up in a few months. Oh, okay. We're yeah. months away from the honeymoon. If you're listening, Ayala's, happy, uh, uh, just uh, best wishes, congratulations, and best wishes from the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron, that's probably what really all they wanted for their wedding <laughs> was just for me to say something about it, I would think. Aaron, what direction out of town is this? Were, were they... Uh, where they had this particular wedding. Where is this ranch? Out Lorena direction? It is out near, it's it's out near Chilton. It's oh. actually, uh, according to Apple Maps, in Satin, Texas. So, but it was really nice. I have actually was, um, it's one of those spots that would be a really cool spot for a weekend getaway. Oh, whoa. All right. All right, Aaron's plotting out some of his. I am. Weekend, I will be returning. You know, where to go? Probably but, after football and, season, but I will be returning. 
Yeah. I would suggest Salado is another uh, fun place mm-hmm. to go. Um, and uh, Belton has some good stuff out on the lake. In fact, the Deadfish Grill will be hosting uh, the Matt Mosley Show coming up. I believe that's the Wednesday before that first uh, Mary Harden Baylor game. All right. UMHB gets going, and the Mosley Show will take its act right out there uh, to. Uh, Deadfish Grill, man, what a what a scene that is out there! It's beautiful, Aaron. I don't know if you've uh, eaten at that particular place, but just a beautiful view right there on the water. And in fact, what they'll do sometimes is the the people can pull their boats in and and come on up, or occasionally they'll send drinks or whatever down to the boats on kind of a a, a pulley system. And and I, I've watched them do it. They'll just kind of. Uh, they'll send it right down on kind of a, Aaron, what is that when you swing out over the water and you, and you, um, and you jump out into the water, what are those things called? Or sometimes you don't jump on water. You just, you're hooked in. It's kind of what that is. Um, I'm just, I'm just drawing a blank right now. They have these things that like rope courses and stuff, but they just send the drinks down via that, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron, you're not, you're not thinking of it. No, I can't. I'm throwing a blank, too. That's why I was like, oh, yeah. That, uh, uh, no, yeah. they, it, it kind of like from trees, 254-662-1660. Text me, 254-662-1660. We did, used to do those things with our daughters on the Y Princess campouts and all that kind of stuff. But um, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show. Lots to get to today. Cowboys, uh, just to kind of update you, went back. They went from Denver back to Oxnard, California. And then tomorrow and Thursday, they'll be in Irvine, uh, California. And they'll be uh, having some joint practices with the Chargers. And then they'll get it on with the Chargers and a preseason game. And, of course, that game will be in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium. So the, uh, the days of actually going to San Diego – are over now what they do sometimes and and what jerry jones has really fallen in love with over the years is in the uh, somewhere in oxnard uh, area they get on a train and then they and then they take a train to their next destination it's just kind of a neat thing for the players i think they've enjoyed it they used to take the train to san diego i believe they'll take the train to irvine california now aaron you might say well, where's irvine Where is that? Well, and Aaron, you may know, but Irvine is basically part of Los Angeles. It's just a, it's just, it it may be kind of like Beverly Hills or something that may has its own zip code and own services, but it is part of uh, greater Los Angeles. But uh, they'll, uh, they'll take, they'll go on up to Irvine and spend some time with the Chargers. Aaron, you could do worse. No, not a harness. Not a harness. Uh, you you ride these things. They harness you. You do get in a harness, and then you ride. You get on it, and you ride. You know, you, zipline. Yes. Okay. Yes. Golly, that's gonna that was gonna be the death of me. The, did you uh, think of that, or did one of our no people no the uh, the uh, CNC collision text line lit up with about Good. four different people helping us out. So we appreciate that. What are you guys doing out there today? Thank you. Thank you for the zip line. I also want, since they're used to texting us right now in a big way, and I, 
I might uh, later in the program, maybe we'll do this at 420 and, and we'll do some Baylor stuff at 520. Um, but Aaron, I'm, I'm curious what our people think. I should have warned you, Aaron. We may we may take a few calls, but also on the text line, the CNC Collision Center text line. I I am fascinated right now with this Ranger situation. Like, are people somewhat excited now? The crowd last night was an embarrassment. The announced crowd was thirteen thousand. I bet there were like 8,000. If you got a brand-new, gorgeous indoor facility, there's no excuse. I don't care if it's 98, 99 degrees. It's 70 degrees or 68 degrees, whatever they keep it, in that place. Okay, there's no, there's no excuse for not going out to see the Rangers. People say, well, people are back in school. Well, that's true. All right, my daughter started school this morning. We dropped her off at school. Aaron, I walked her into school. It was a little awkward since she's in 10th grade. I did not walk her in. She would have died. Oh, she she would not oh, have that. Not at all. No. And she, and you know, even likes to kind of, we dropped her off, but did not want to get too close to the entrance to, for the parents to be seen. And um, got there early because they, they decided, the city decided, hey, let's tear up the streets, you know, the week before school. And let's just kind of jam everything up. But uh, anyway, always makes for interesting uh, time. But as we all take our kids back to school, and by the way, 254-662-1660, a lot of people, is our CNC Collision Center text line, a lot of you um, took your kids back to school starting last week. Some of you this week. If you took your kids back to school, hit us up on the text line. Give us your kids' names and what grade they're going to be in. And if you want to get a shout-out to a teacher, even if you are a teacher, give us your name and we'll give you a shout-out because uh, we love our teachers. Uh, I uh, am the son of a teacher, the husband of a teacher, and um, it's, uh, we love teachers. And they, we, we, they are so, so uh, underpaid, underappreciated, but we love them. And, uh, and they do such an incredible job. And we appreciate our teachers. And, of course, our teachers and students had to go through a lot during the pandemic. So it is nice to have everybody back together. Nobody's, I don't think we're fighting over who has to wear a mask. If you wear a mask, great. If you don't wear a mask, that's great, too. All right. We had some, where I'm from, and Aaron, I don't think, uh, I don't think I'm, uh, I have the market cornered on this. We had some arguments over mask mandates don't you tell our kids to put on masks and you know i i'm i'm to the point where it's just like hey do what you want to do okay if you want to wear a mask great if you don't that's fine too and we've all gone back to school we seem to be doing really well now of course people are concerned about monkey pox but aaron monkey pox from what i've read is not it's not, it's, it doesn't spread that, I mean, whatever. I'm not going to get into monkeypox. But I, I just don't feel like we, we got into kind of a fear mode for a year or two, and I understand it, but we've kind of come out of that, and I'm just excited. Now, 5 o'clock today, we will have Jason Cook, the chief marketing officer on from Baylor, talking about bringing all the Baylor students back, what that's like, uh, you know, how many Baylor's going to have like 20,000 students on campus. I mean, that sounds almost like a state school. And we're not. We'll always be a private school. But 
that's big. That's a large number. 15,000 undergrads, 5,000 uh, graduate students, about 20,000 all told, and they're all coming back to Waco. So we'll get into that. But I wanted to hear from some of you guys. I was thinking about this overnight, reading about it, and, and I'm just wondering, when it comes to the Rangers, do you have hope now that a new manager could I'm sorry, Aaron, whatever you're typing is really is really grabbing my attention. Are you are you excited about um, a new manager and, and and where that might go? Uh, or are you are you more are you thinking, hey, it's time for John Daniels to go? OK, he's had long enough. Those two World Series trips were great, but those were a long, long time ago. Here we are in 2022, all right? We're, we're 11 years removed from that, from going to World Series, 12 years, 11 years, whatever it is. Uh, but, but, yeah, at least 11 years removed from that. Where are you with this team? And, and do, are you somewhat encouraged with all the starting pitching coming? Um, but do you think it's time to give John Daniels, who, by the way, they, they named Chris Young the GM, but Chris Young barely says anything at any of these news conferences. It's still John Daniels. And what does John Daniels have on Ray Davis and Bob Simpson and the rest of them? Bob's a Baylor guy. But Ray Davis, the principal owner of the Texas Rangers, what in the world does he have on them that you can go through all these managers, all this losing, all this rebuilding, and he still has a job? Almost all of Major League Baseball, when you start looking around, these people are gone. These people, the, the, you know, if you lose for four or five straight years, you're out as a general manager. It's almost like Jerry Jones gets to keep his job forever. John Daniels gets to keep his job forever. Now, the, the, they were doing that with the Mavs because Donnie, uh, um, you know, Donnie Nelson had his job forever. But then they gave him the heave-ho, and then he started trying to sue. And the Mavericks have a new general manager right now. Same old, same old, though. They couldn't get they couldn't get it done. Couldn't even keep keep Jalen Brunson. So let's not act like they've got it all figured out. Even though they've got a superstar, I would just like to hear from our people. Uh, and again, two five four six six two sixteen sixty. That can be used to text us, and that can be used to call us. I I I would just say this. I love Tony Beasley. In fact, I saw Tony Beasley today started following me on Twitter, the Cowboys' new interim uh, coach. So I got to be good on Twitter here, and I can't go all in on Tony Beasley uh, because he's now out there following me. I like Tony. I hope Tony gets a shot at this thing. But who do you want? Is there anybody out there? Does Bruce Bochy get you excited? Does the thought of bringing Ron Washington back to the Texas Rangers, does that get you excited? Is there any name out there that I'm not thinking about that that would get you fired up for Rangers baseball. Hey, bring in this manager. Or is it time to move on from this president, from this people are like Biden? No, I'm talking about the Rangers. John Daniels. Is it time to finally move on from John Daniels? Because as much as I like John personally, and the guy's been a friend over the years, he's not getting it done. Let us know your thoughts. 
Uh, you can text us two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Leave your name. I like I like uh, I like saying folks' names where you're from. If you want to text us, or you can call us. We do have some phone lines open two five four six six two sixteen sixty. That's two five four six six two sixteen sixty. We'll talk Rangers. We'll do it next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast, sunny and hot the rest of the afternoon. We'll see a high near 100. Tonight, clear skies with a low near 75. Tomorrow, again, sunny and hot. No surprise with a high near 101. Currently, it's 99 at ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Hurts in the gun for the Eagles. Coming left to right in the green shirts. Only heard here. Snap is back. Little read option. He keeps it up the middle and runs slam into a wall and loses yards. All season. Micah Parsons. Saturday night. It's your Cowboys and the L.A. Chargers. Live from SoFi Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Chargers Saturday at 8 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We're treating you like family hey baylor fans looking for a place to stay for the next home game camp fempo waco is a brand new camping resort located just five miles from mclean stadium bring your rv or book a cabin at camp fempo and enjoy on-site amenities like their pool swim up bar water playground mini golf and more to learn more and book your stay visit campfempo.com that's camp f-i-m-f-o.com With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at Nitsche Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitsche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers. And you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitsche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitsche Group at 1-800-258-8302. This is ESPN Central Texas. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saying, I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. 
Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond has Waco's largest selection of President Donald Trump merchandise items. If you're looking for Trump caps, t-shirts, flags, placards, and more, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond is the place to go. And while you're there, check out their large selection of saddles, tag, guns, ammo, western furniture, and gift items such as metal art and home decor. It's the world's greatest western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Chris Woodward is out as the Rangers manager. Tony Beasley will step in as the interim manager for the rest of the season. Midway All-Stars are the 2022 Little League World Series champions. Tiger Woods is scheduled to meet with several of the top golfers in the world today in an effort to rally support around the PGA Tour in its ongoing battle with the LIV Golf Series. Dallas Cowboys have left Oxnard to practice with the Chargers ahead of Saturday's preseason game game, but they will be back. Jerry Jones has come to a deal with Oxnard for the Cowboys to return for the next three years. Astros lost to the White Sox 4-2. Game two of that series tonight, 7-05 first pitch. Rangers beat the A's 2-1 last night. Texas will try to make it four in a row, hosting the A's tonight, 7-05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Aaron playing some country in response to the Western wear uh, we just had. Boy, we got presidential stuff out there. Go get all your gear. I remember when I used to just go get my jeans and boots and that kind of thing and, and Western shirts and Wranglers. I've never uh, – I didn't know you could get a bunch of presidential type stuff, but uh, I guess that's the way things are going these days. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas and uh, having a uh, having a big time today, and lots to get to. Uh, you guys have been texting in. We love hearing from you. Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. You can also call that number. I like taking calls. I I, I miss hearing from you, uh, you guys. And and I'm going to get right back as we get to football season. We're going to work a lot of calls in because uh, always love it when we start getting some phone calls and working that in. Love hearing from you. The question on the table is, is there a uh, a manager out there, a name, Bruce Bochy, Ron Washington, Joe Madden? Is there anybody out there that, that truly excites you as a Rangers fan, that you feel like, hey, that could move this team in the right direction, or is this team simply not have the pitching, not have the hitting, not have the fielding that you need. Um, I, I think I it kind of I would say it probably goes with with the latter of what I just said. It's more about the roster construction, which leads me to this: How does John Daniels still have a job? 
I mean, how can you butcher it this bad, this poorly, and and basically not have had a winning season record in going on? Whew, when was the last one, Aaron? Two thousand sixteen, two thousand seventeen. I mean, it's been a long time since. And I mean, much less the playoffs. <laughs> Who was that? Aaron? Was that Jim Mora that had the famous playoffs thing? I mean, it has been a long, long time. And so uh, if you have thoughts, I mean, maybe you think John Daniels is okay and he should be given more time, but it really does seem like he's had plenty of time. They can't get this thing turned around. Ownership finally stepped up and plunked down about $500 million in the offseason. Two players got the majority of that in Corey Seager. Uh, in Marcus Simeon, and, and you know, quite honestly, Simeon shows up and goes in the deep freeze for two months. Seager's been good. Seager hits about 250, hits you know, quite a few home runs. He's been okay. He's been okay. Neither one of them have set the world on fire. And uh, they just they threw the manager overboard. I mean, it might be time. And, and what John Daniels said the other day, yesterday was interesting. He said, you know, we'll deal with that, talking about the accountability for the brass, talking about himself, basically. You know, we'll have more on that to come soon. I think John Daniels may be stepping away after this season. I mean, it almost has to happen. Now, again, he's in charge. The owner has to do it. And Ray Davis, for whatever reason, has been infatuated with John Daniels. I like John. John says the right things. He falls on his sword. He takes the blame. It's not like he runs away from it. He takes plenty of blame, but he's still the guy. Like at some point, if you're bad enough in sports, you go find somebody else to do it. Well, they bring in this 6'10 former pitcher to, to take things over and try to run the organization, and they barely let him talk. I know. I mean, he's, he can talk. He was in the major leagues. I've heard him interviewed. He went to Princeton. Okay? he's The guy can talk, but they never let him talk. So this is a, a, a team, for whatever reason, uh, believes that only Ivy Leaguers can run it, and, and here they are. They can't get the thing done. And I think Chris Young was allowed to say a few words yesterday. If you want to sound off on the Rangers – if you have a thought on John Daniels or who should be manager, give us a call. 254-662-1660. All right, we'll, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we got Campus Confidential, by the way, some college football talk coming up at 440. Lots going on in that area. Uh, Aaron, go ahead and, and let us know what some of our people on the uh, CNC Collision text line are saying about this Texas Rangers situation? Uh, most of them seem to be in agreement that there needs to be. Uh, Greg called in. He said that the Rangers need to clean house. That was also the sentiment of football junkie on the CNC collision text line. He said, need a fresh start. JD needs to go. And JR uh, from the 254, bring Nolan back. And then Jr. said, we need Theo Epstein to right the ship, and Daniels has to go ASAP. So it's 
it's pretty much unanimous among our listeners that John Daniels should be gone. And I agree. For all the reasons you pointed out a few minutes ago, I mean, it's just, I think all Rangers fans will always probably hold a special place for him for getting them to the two World Series, but it's it's time for, for new blood. They need to clean house. I mean, we'll always hold a special place for Jimmy Johnson. Um, right. Jimmy, Jimmy's, Jimmy's been gone for 28 years now. And we still talk about him because, of course, Jimmy didn't get to complete what we had hoped he was going to complete. Now, they did get a third Super Bowl, but they haven't sniffed anything since. Win a third Super Bowl and have not been back to an NFC title game yet. Rangers haven't had to wait that long. It was 2010, 2011. And uh, one of the, uh, the folks that they ran into in the World Series in their first trip to the World Series against the San Francisco Giants, uh, Bruce Bochy, the uh, former player and manager, his name has come up. Unfortunately, some of the names coming up, Aaron, are so, I hate to say old, because I don't think of late 60s as being that old, and Ron Washington's 71, but Joe Madden looks tired. He's 69, and he looks beat. He was with the Angels, and they were horrific this year. They, they, they went on some kind of 15-16 game losing streak. He went out and got a mohawk to change things up and then got his rear fire. He didn't even didn't get even, to show the team. <laughs> yeah, didn't even get to show the team the mohawk he got. And Bochy's a great manager. And, again, I don't have anything wrong with the age. I mean, Tony's still – LaRusso's still doing it. Dusty Baker, these guys are in their 70s. But – Bochy's knees were so bad he could barely function. Bochy's probably 67 at this point. So, I again, baseball managers can go a little bit longer. And it used to be that was it. You know, Sparky Anderson and those types could make uh, Jim Leland, maybe some others, would manage kind of late into their uh, lives. And football coaches retired early. That's kind of changed. Marv Levy went a long, long time. Uh, and then uh, now uh, Saban has coached into his 70s. Belichick's coached into his 70s. I don't know if those people are healthier now. Medicine's better. I don't know. But they are able to coach longer. I, I wish the Rangers could identify a great young coach. And, Aaron, what I mean when I say young is our age, okay? I like to call people <laughs> our age yeah, clean to our 40s i like to call that very young but i somebody yeah, i wish i wish they could get you know a few years ago uh or set for they had uh, clint hurdle as a pitching coach and then he went to the pirates and actually led the pirates to some of their best seasons in a long time and then everybody got kind of worn out by him but man is he a great dude I mean, I, I, and I don't even know if he wants to manage anymore. He may be too tired. But he's late 50s, early 60s. He's probably early 60s. Uh, I, I, I love Clint Hurdle. That's a name I hadn't really thought about until I just threw it out there. Um, and, again, throughout the day, I love hearing from you guys on the text line. If you've got more thoughts on what you think should happen, if you think John Daniels should go, I mean, I – Nolan Ryan – offered this organization an air of authenticity and credibility that was great. 
And quite honestly, he and John Daniels had some good times together. It, it, it just didn't end well. And by the time, you know, John and Nolan, you know, in a sense, the ownership group picked John Daniels. You're like, how did they do that? Why did they do that? Well, again, I can't totally answer it un- only to say that John Daniels played an enormous role in all those trades and everything that happened that set up those World Series trips and the subsequent uh, good seasons and and playoffs. Okay, they, 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 all that happened. Now, if you'll recall, post-World Series, they started losing players. Josh Hamilton takes a huge money to go to the Angels. C.J., what was our guy's name, Aaron? C.J., what was C.J., the lefty? Wilson? Who was, yeah, C.J. Wilson was part of those, uh, was, was definitely part of the 2010 World Series team. Was he still with them in 2011? I'm not certain. But, but they lose C.J. Wilson. Where'd they lose him to? Same team, the Angels. Artie Marino started paying enormous money, and so – there started to be a slow leak. And then after around 2012, the infamous, they, they let Nellie get away. Nellie Cruz um, took some, you know, some kind of uh, stuff and he got, you know, caught. And he had to miss however many games it was back then. I, I don't know if it was 80 games, 50 games, whatever it was. And they got mad at Nelly because Nelly, they wanted Nelly to either fight the suspension or something like that. And Nelly didn't do exactly the way they wanted to. And they let him walk for nothing. They let Nelly go basically sign a one year deal for like $10 million or $8 million, whatever it was. It was silly to let Nelly Cruz go. All he, all he has done is hit a million home runs. And there are people in our audience right now, Aaron, who go, buddy, butchered that, that, that fly ball out there in right field and lost a World Series. Okay, I get it. I mean, should they have had a defensive replacement in there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, should he have played the ball better? Sure. Do I love Nelly Cruz? I absolutely do. And – I don't think they go to those World Series without Nelly Cruz. He was incredible. And at the first chance they get, Nelly Cruz should be in the Rangers Hall of Fame. And if you want to hold that against him, the catch or the lack of a catch, by all means. I've moved on, and I think the guy was incredible. And I love the guy just from a – I thought he was an awesome dude off the field as well. So you're never going to get me to beat up on Nelly Cruz. All right, Aaron. I'll See do when they it fire, for both when of they, us. <laughs> <laughs> I love him, though. I mean, I Aaron, do too. You, People, you, I mean, you, you run him off, and what did he do? I bet. He, I bet since he left the Rangers, I bet he's hit 150 home runs. I and, mean, it's unbelievable. Well, and as heartbreaking as it was for him to not catch a f- warning track fly ball to win the World Series, he absolutely just crushed throughout that entire postseason. And was one of the biggest reasons they even made the the uh, the World Series. Like he just destroyed the Yankees in that series. What did he have? Six home runs, seven home runs, something ridiculous, including well, a grand beat, slam. 
Yeah, and he ended that game against uh, he ended that game against the the Tigers. That's right. Uh, at home, and and I remember I'll never forget because I had a flight to to Detroit that night because I guess they, I don't guess they're going to play the next day, but maybe two days after that. Anyway, I had to get to Detroit because we were going to do our show from there. That was the ALCS against the Tigers, I guess, and he poked that sucker out and ended the game and I remember running out of there as everybody's celebrating going crazy because I had to get to the airport to leave town but uh oh man those were fun times and I used to watch those Aaron we had a buddy um who would let us do our show at from the we used to do those from the Captain Morgan Club I'm trying to think why we would have been doing anyway there was a guy that the, the old ballpark they had offices out in the outfield, up up above the scoreboard and all that, they had these office space out there. And there was some guy, uh, Jamie was his name, that had this gorgeous office space. And so we would we would broadcast during that first World Series from out there, and then uh, and then we'd make our way to watch the World Series, you know, from the press box. But oh man, that was fun. We went to all those games, and Aaron, I was sitting in a broadcast booth right behind home plate when the infamous, that when it happened, when they were within one out of winning the World Series. And, of course, the rest is history, 2011. And uh, it all it all came down. Freeze, David Freeze was a major villain in that for the Cardinals, as well as Lance Berkman. There were others, but uh, those are two that come to mind. All right, it is time for a little Campus Confidential. What does Aaron Sexton have in store for us? That's next. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Hurts in the gun for the Eagles, coming left to right in the green shirts. Only heard here. Snap is back, little read option. He keeps it up the middle and runs slam into a wall and loses yards. All season. Micah Parsons. Saturday night. It's your Cowboys and the L.A. Chargers. Live from SoFi Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Chargers, Saturday at 8 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, helping our customers over helping ourselves come to central national bank and experience the difference bank different bank central central national bank member fdic at uvo business services we understand the digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers by letting ubo business services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email based business processes we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30 percent without adding any additional headcount call sean hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com 
Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Keep up with the University Trojans on ESPN Central Texas. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond has Waco's largest selection of President Donald Trump merchandise items. If you're looking for Trump caps, t-shirts, flags, placards, and more, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond is the place to go. And while you're there, check out their large selection of saddles, tag, guns, ammo, western furniture, and gift items such as metal art and home decor. It's the world's greatest western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive. Are you worried about losing your pet in the cracks in your yard? Or does it sound like walking on potato chips when you walk across your lawn? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. This heat and lack of rain is causing the soil beneath your foundation to shrink, leaving you with cracked walls, sticking doors, and a cranky spouse. But do not fear, the Foundation Doctor can help. We've been dealing with these soils for many years and we know just how to get you back on the level. Foundation repair doesn't have to be scary, and with the doctor, it won't be. We have more repair options than anyone in town, and we'll craft the right solution for you and your home. And if need be, we'll help you fish your chihuahua out of that crack in your yard. So give us a call today at 863-8800, or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Chris Woodward is out as the Rangers manager. Tony Beasley will step in as the interim manager for the rest of the season. Midway All-Stars are the 2022 Little League World Series champions. Tiger Woods is scheduled to meet with several of the top golfers in the world today in an effort to rally support around the PGA Tour in its ongoing battle with the LIV Golf Series. Dallas Cowboys have left Oxnard to practice with the Chargers ahead of Saturday's preseason game game, but they will be back. Jerry Jones has come to a deal with Oxnard for the Cowboys to return for the next three years. Astros lost to the White Sox 4-2. Game two of that series tonight, 7-0-5 first pitch. Rangers beat the A's 2-1 last night. Texas will try to make it four in a row, hosting the A's tonight, 7-0-5 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Well, we love talking about uh, college athletics, college football in particular. And we, uh, we do this every day at 440. 
and it is uh, when Aaron Sexton takes over, there's usually kind of a list of stories that he gets into. But uh, there's a lot floating around out there. And, of course, yesterday Aaron had the story of those Texas Longhorns, two major injuries. I did have to uh, – no, I mean, I hate that for anybody. I don't want the Longhorns – I. I don't mind them losing. I don't want them to lose players, though. I hate that. But I did I did have to laugh, Aaron, about the fact that Travis Roeder, our good buddy who has now moved on to, to work with the Internet people, he said something along the lines of, well, I'm dropping the Longhorns two spots. <laughs> now, I, I'm sorry. Did we know enough about Nair, Isaiah Nair and uh, Angelo, the – the, the offensive tackle to think that, oh, my gosh, they've lost those guys for the year, so let's drop them two spots. I mean, unless I'm mistaken, UT's been bringing in some pretty talented players and transfers. So I don't want to hear UT people going around. And, again, Roeder's a Baylor guy, so I will excuse him. But I don't want to hear UT people now saying, well, we lost two players. We don't have any expectations. Okay, no, no, no. You – you had people giving you first-place votes in the country, in the coaches' poll. At least one coach had you number one in the nation. So I, I, don't, uh, I, don't, think, I don't think you can start. I mean, they've got plenty of talent. Now, last year's roster, Sark did get hurt, and they got way bare bones. How did it happen? I got no clue. I don't, I, I, yeah, there's no clue in the world. You can never – I mean, how does the University of Texas end up – with a lack of depth and talent in players. It doesn't make any sense to me. But it happened last year. It should not happen this year. So as much as I hate it for those players, I'm not going to, like, feel any uh, worse about it. If the Bears go in there and beat them, I'm still going to feel just as good. And I I still have just as high of expectations for the Longhorns. I could see Texas winning eight or nine games. I really could. All right, Aaron, take it away. Oklahoma State coach Mike Gundy said today that Oklahoma and Texas, quote, took the money and ran in leaving the Big 12 for the SEC. Gundy said, let's just cut to the chase. They made a choice to financially secure their athletic departments for the next 12 to 15 years. People could talk about all the reasons, but that's why they did it. All for the money and took a lot of history out of this league and a lot of history out of college football with them. Now, they're not the first ones to do it. Texas A&M did the same thing when they jumped ship to the SEC. When he was asked about Bedlam, he said, quote, they sort of made that decision when they left for the SEC. It's just not going to be feasible. We're scheduled out to 2036, and I'm sure the SEC is going to nine conference games. So, hey, by the way, did you – what I like about all this is these coaches now say things like that when it's convenient, right? We're scheduled out to 2036. But during the pandemic, they were like within a week or within like 36 hours or 48 hours, they were like put, finding new teams to play. I think we found out during the pandemic, you can, you can schedule in a hurry. So I, I, scheduling out to 2036 is kind of a joke. He just doesn't want to play them, and I don't blame him. Right. I mean, they they left, and, and, and he's right. They probably have nine games or whatever they got to do. So there's no reason for Oklahoma State to go out of its way. Now, did you see the part where he said he mentioned one of the networks I hadn't even thought about that's going to be bidding on the Big 12? Did you see that? I did not. 
Yeah. OAN. Okay, okay, all right. Tell me if I need to take my my heartburn medicine before we start the show. O A N. Oh man, is O A N still a thing? I had trouble finding that. I wanted to watch it one time. I think on my Direct TV, it's like three fifty something, three fifty seven or three fifty eight. That's up there around some of that stuff or. 390. Where is OAN? Texas, 254-662-1660. I mean, even, even some of our uh, our folks in our uh, office, Aaron, that are huge Fox Newsers, I don't even think they know where OAN is. But uh, Gundy, Gundy loves a good OAN T-shirt. Okay, Aaron, quickly, moving to the next story. What do you got? We got the coaches poll last week. The AP Top 25 dropped yesterday. And today, Sports Illustrated came out with their Top 25. (laughs) No surprises at the top as Alabama is number one, followed by Ohio State, Georgia. They have Michigan at four and Utah at five. Kind of surprising. And then we will go to the Big 12 and Texas teams. A&M was eight. Oklahoma, 10. Oklahoma State, 13. Houston 17, Baylor at 18, oh, Cincinnati man. 19, and BYU 21. Why do you want to hate 21. us? I, that's, Why do you want to hate on us? I if, mean, uh, nobody has Baylor outside of the top 10. Now, maybe they know something we don't. I mean, I thought no. I thought we kind of were closer to the, the scene than SI. Um, now, did they? I wonder what their methodology is. Does it say, Aaron, anything like who how many of their people vote on this or who comes up with this you know we got that buddy ross dellinger and he comes on with us sometimes writes for dellinger i should say pat 40 did the column i don't know if he does the whole list himself but it would make sense i think he's pretty much their him and ross are their main college football writers so You, you wonder if pat does it himself huh interesting well i uh I, I, Pat's got a daughter that's an Olympic swimmer, by the way. She is. Uh, she swam in the Olympics for the uh, for the uh, Team USA. That is an interesting deal. Okay, so because I was talking over you, s- tell me where Cincinnati and BYU are. Uh, Cincinnati right behind Baylor. They're 19, and BYU was 22. Okay. BYU's just got you, such a brutal schedule. Where did you say Houston was? Uh, Houston was 17, one spot ahead okay. of Baylor. Which, wow. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. And, and uh, did you say, was the University of Texas listed? They were not. They were not. They did not make the SI top 25. I find it interesting that the coaches have Texas like 18th, and then neither the uh, AP nor... The SI or SI has uh, has them in the top twenty-five. That's really interesting. Maybe SI had them, Aaron, but they saw those two injuries. They're <laughs> like rotor, and they moved them down. I don't think they did. I don't think they had time to move them out that quickly. Rotor amuses me. He is so hardcore. Um, I think he, you know who he loves in the conference. He's got Baylor one. I think he's got 
He's probably got OU too. But third, I think he has Kansas State. He is very bullish on Kansas State. Now, Aaron, I, my thing is I have so much respect for Matt Campbell out there at Iowa State that I always have trouble moving the Wildcats in front of the Cyclones. And I know they've had that quarterback for about 10 years. He's finally gone, Brock Purdy. So they've got a new quarterback. But I, I, uh, I find myself, you know, I, I, being more, uh, I, I, I sort of like deferential to the uh, Cyclones. All right, Aaron, real quick, anything else? Yeah, just a quick recruiting note from our good friend Kevin Lonquist at SikkimSports.com. Uh, Baylor 2023 quarterback commit Austin Novoside is shooting up everyone's rankings. He is now number 60 overall nationally in the latest edition of the Rivals 250. He was previously number 136. And uh, in the last two what they call ranking cycles for Rivals, he has moved up over uh, he's moved up 160 spots in the last two rankings that Rivals has had. So Baylor commit Austin Novoside continues to shoot up recruiting boards. Had a really good seven-on-seven. And then last (laughs) week, Aaron, he was great in fall camp. And so they've moved him up about 60 spots. It's just everyone catching up to what the Baylor coaches knew all along, a long time ago. Oh, there you go, Aaron. Man, are you trying to get the Baylor coaches on with us? (laughs) (laughs) Boy, I tell you, I do Justin and, and Grimes and Mateos. Good dudes. Hey, did, Aaron, did uh, how'd Brent Grimes do? In uh, was he Brent Ingram? Was he on today? I think he was scheduled to be on with John. Yeah, he was. Brent good. Ingram, the PR man, mm-hmm. came over from uh, UTSA last I, year. I like a little bit about guy. their season and and the move over here to Baylor. It was good. I really like uh, Brent Ingram and Aaron. So far, so good. I think he likes our show quite a bit, okay? That's probably not going to get him in good with the Baylor hierarchy. I'm kidding. We, 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 we have good relationships over there. So Brent uh, is uh, good, and I, I'm, I can't wait to listen to an interview and uh, find out a little bit more about Brent. Interesting guy, interesting background, and uh, did, did, uh, I, I want to ask you about Kentucky at some point, all that stuff going on there. All right, the Baylor's chief marketing officer – Jason Cook joins us next. Hey everyone, with the Cowboys Training Camp Report, I'm Christy Scales. Goodbye Oxnard, hello Amtrak ride to Irvine. Details after this. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, to gain access to the ultimate experience at Dallas Cowboys Training Camp at the Star in Frisco on August 23rd and 24th. Choose from preferred, premier, or elite memberships to enjoy early entry, exclusive benefits, VIP access, and more. Get ready for the 2022 season with memberships starting at just $20. Visit DallasCowboys.com backslash United to learn more and join the official fan club of the Dallas Cowboys today. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services. 
without the labels. Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy said the best part of Saturday's preseason opener was the fact the defense and special teams combined for only two missed tackles. 330-pound nose tackle Quentin Bohanna played really well. He's not used to getting praise like that because he's the guy that does the dirty work. Oh, yeah, you got to have a mentality. You got to be, you know, I say a little off a little bit to, you know, want to bang a little bit every play. And, but it's fun, though. It's my job, and I wouldn't want no other job out on the field. Today is the first league mandatory roster cut down to 85 players. The team waived Austin Fallu and waived injured Ryan Nall, Kyron Brown, Ian Bunning, and Ty Freifogel. And this morning is the last walkthrough in Oxnard. We board an Amtrak train later today to head to Irvine as the Cowboys will practice the next two days with the Chargers. With the boys in California, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Saturday night, it's your Cowboys and the L.A. Chargers. Live from SoFi Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. Are you tired of the same old boring pizza? Well, it's time to step it up and head on over to Village Pizzeria and Gelato Bar in Union Hall off Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco. This pizza is a handcrafted cuisine from the Castillo family, serving the fine food since the 1930s. Order by the slice or a whole pie or try Castillo's spaghetti and meatballs. Top your meal off with Italian gelato with many flavors to choose from. Village Pizzeria and Gelato Bar in Union Hall, Waco. Stop by or check them out at villagepizzeria.com. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond has Waco's largest selection of President Donald Trump merchandise items. If you're looking for Trump caps, t-shirts, flags, placards, and more, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond is the place to go. And while you're there, check out their large selection of saddles, tag, guns, ammo, western furniture, and gift items such as metal art and home decor. It's the world's greatest western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. It's exercise, it's fun, and it's free. This fall, join Let's Walk Waco and create your own walking group with friends and family. Register today for prizes along the way. Registration and instructions can be found on the Let's Walk Waco website. Stop by now today, walkwaco.com. What are you waiting for? Register today at walkwaco.com and get the fun started. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? 
Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Camp Fimfo Waco, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. And uh, joined now uh, by Jason Cook, Vice President for Marketing and Communications and the uh, Chief Marketing Officer for Baylor. Some of us call that the CMO. All right. It's just something I came up with. Uh, Jason is... uh, Always fun to have on, and Jason, I mean, it's it's back to school time. My daughter went back to school today. I know you've sent kids uh, back to school. How's how's that going for your family? The uh, the back to school process before we get to talking about uh, bringing all our Baylor students back. Well, uh, you know, my wife and I are empty nesters again. Uh, Matt, uh, our youngest son is uh, a sophomore at Baylor. And uh, so he has uh, flown the coop and uh, is getting ready for uh, the fall semester, uh, just like everyone else. So uh, uh, it's here, whether we are ready for it or whether the roads are ready for it as well. Oh, man, that is good. I saw the roads seem to be moving pretty well. Everybody welcome back. Now, empty nesting, that is uh, – that's – you know, it's it's hard to even imagine that. We're still a little ways away from that. Is that something? Uh, and boy, having having a student at Baylor though, is it is it truly an empty nest? I mean, can't you, can't, you know, can't can't the kids kind of come right on back to uh, wash the clothes? How's that? How does that work? Well, it, uh, if he needs money, he needs food, or he needs to wash clothes, he doesn't have to drive very far. Let's put it that way, Matt. But, uh, he, he hasn't forgotten yeah. a way home uh, for certain things, not I understand. At not at all. But it has been interesting um, just seeing things uh, through a parent's lens uh, for uh, last year and then uh, heading into this year, uh, particularly in my job as we uh, work on communicating with our students and then parents as well. But uh, just a great experience. And and this time of year is something that Baylor takes a lot of pride in because we've got move-in days starting uh, tomorrow and then Mm. Thursday. And that's really one of those special Baylor traditions and something we do right for parents and students. Yeah, I like it. Now, what we used to have is called Welcome Week. And then we would have yep. maybe Stephen Curtis Chapman would come in. We'd have some kind of band. And I served. You might be shocked to know I was a Welcome Week leader. Okay. And uh-huh. and um, I, I was accused of recruiting certain people into the group. You know, I was out there kind of <laughs> scouting around, doing some things. But well, those, were, those were great times getting indoctrinated. But now Baylor does some things even earlier 
uh, in terms of some opportunities, not just the the one or two day where you come on campus and maybe talk about some of your classes, but almost like a camp or something. What does Baylor do to kind of get their incoming freshmen uh, ready for uh, ready for college? Yeah, well, I will say, Matt, I know there's always going to be a music connection when we talk. I've learned that by now, and I'm sure you'll <laughs> circle back. But, uh, you know, really, uh, our, our work with freshmen starts in the summer uh, when we have line camp and we yeah. do a lot of new student orientation over the summer. So there, there's a good expectation of, of what this first couple of weeks are going to be. And then also with line camp, the students come to Baylor with a built-in friend group. They have connections already when they step foot on campus. But, but this next week, uh, week and a half, or welcome week, is really when we want to get students on campus, get them settled, and get them engaged because that is so important uh, for retention and so important for, uh, for their uh, success as a college student. So what may seem like a lot of festivals, a lot of fun, and a lot of activity, it's really intentional to get students connected as soon as they step foot on our campus. I'm trying to think back on some of those songs, Welcome Week songs. There is a place for me. There is a place for you. All in the, in the family. I mean, something like that. There are only about four lines to it. But every song back then only had, you know, it was like, it was all that. Uh, and they still do that with all the uh, uh, praise and worship. You know, there's only about four lines. Yeah. And you just kind of yeah. keep coming. You know, the, the, <laughs> the banqueting table, there's one about a banqueting table. And 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 then there's there's yeah there's some there's some good stuff there. I don't want to go too far yeah. into that. I do like how you have President Livingstone. She was just on with us the other day, and I really appreciate you helping facilitate that. But she and and the first gent, uh, Brad Livingstone, were uh, you know giving an address kind of along the lines of what you were talking about, talking to parents mm-hmm. about hey some of the stress that you feel when you show up. Some of you are saying goodbye to your. You're either only child or the first child you sent off to college. There's a lot of stress that come with that. And I think, uh, Jason, y'all do a good job of sort of communicating and, and making sure parents don't kind of feel lost when they get on campus. Now, what it used to be is we'd all show up at Collins and the parents would roll out and, you know, everybody's trying to get up those steps. Now it seems like y'all really streamlined that process. The move in can happen pretty quickly. Right. Well, you know, Matt, I'm going to age you really quick, but this is uh, our 20th year of a fully coordinated move-in on our campus. And so we've mm. got about, uh, you know, a thousand volunteers that are going to come together and, uh, and a car drives up in front of that residence hall and groups of students, faculty, staff, community members descend on that car take everything out of the car in a span of about 20 to 30 seconds and immediately take it up to that student's room. The student, the families, they don't have to do anything. So it is a fully coordinated, well-oiled machine. And what we're trying to do is just to get eliminate stress for move-in because we know it's such a big transition period 
But what can we do to make that experience as less stressful as, as possible? So that's what we're going to see um, over the next uh, two days. Is we've got about uh, between 3,250 and 3,300 freshmen from really all over the country are going to come to the Baylor campus and uh, and come live with us for, uh, for the next uh, four, maybe five years. That is amazing. That becomes a community. Uh, 20,000, is that a good number? About 20,000 strong undergrad, about 15,000, 5,000 uh, uh, postgraduate work. Is that, uh, is that, a, is that a pretty yes. good number at this point? Yeah, it is. Yeah, you were remembering your uh, interview with President Livingstone from last week very well. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that, uh, that undergrad population, uh, about 15, 2, 15, 3, somewhere around there, uh, is uh, we're going to get them engaged. And I will tell you, coming off of, of the pandemic, uh, every indication that we have, our students are just thrilled to be here. They're very excited. We're really close again to 50-50 in-state versus out-of-state, uh, which really stra- uh, speaks to the strength of, of the Baylor brand that we're seeing, not only athletically, but what's happening uh, with the R1 designation. And uh, just across the university, there's so much momentum. So we're really excited about what the semester is going to hold. I like that R1. That's the uh, research uh, level that Baylor got uh, moved up to R1, and and uh, that's a uh, that's a very prestigious thing. And now, Jason, even though I don't think we were that when I was there, I can really claim some things. Okay, several years. I've been out for a few years now, but R1. I think we can all be proud of it and claim it. Uh, and good to have Jason Cook on today, Vice President for Marketing and Communications, and a Chief marketing officer for Baylor, CMO. What was this uh, list that came out the other day? I thought that was a pretty cool thing. The most trusted universities. Now, there, I, I'm, I may get some of these mixed up. There was one, it was like all Ivy League schools and then Baylor. And right. and I think Princeton might have been right, either behind, maybe right behind Baylor. That was an extremely impressive list. And it was kind of, it really was like all Ivy League and Baylor. Uh, and then, and then that may have had something to do. They came out with the most trusted schools in the country. I have no idea how, exactly. You probably know the methodologies on how they come up with it. I just like to brag on it when it's out there. I don't, I don't yeah. know who who puts this together. But what was the uh, walk me through that one? What was the trusted one? The most trusted school in texas for sure uh is is what baylor was how do you come up with something like that and what does that even mean like they trust that that uh, people are going to get a good education where is the trust factor come in here well well i will tell you the 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 poll was legit it's not clickbait that you see on the internet uh, a lot of times but uh, it's a national research firm called morning consult and they are uh referenced by uh, the New York Times, NBC News, a lot of other national news outlets turn to them for research. And what they do is they look at the most trusted brands across many sectors um, uh, across the economy. So they do uh, do this annually and uh, for these different sectors. And uh, last week they looked at higher ed and uh, in really looking at what the awareness is of these institutions. Um, uh, do you trust the university to make the right decisions? Are they having an impact uh, in their communities? And uh, so uh, we, much to a surprise to us, we saw it on Twitter, like so many things these days, 
uh, saw that we were in the list of uh, among the top 10, Baylor ranked number nine as the most trusted universities in the country. And you look at the company on on there, you mentioned Princeton, it's Stanford, it's MIT. Uh, we're there right there with the I- Ivies. We're the only school from the southern part of the United States um, that is really focused on a most trusted university. And uh, even more so, we rank number two uh, for most trusted amongst parents as well. So I, I think that you know people uh, could take confidence that, uh, that Baylor's on the right path, we're doing the right things, and that other people are taking notice around the country. Just look at the company we're keeping now. Yeah, I would say so. And then President Livingstone getting named to that uh, chair of the Board of Governors. Um, I, You know, at some point you would think if she served enough, they might let her. Uh, she must be doing too good of a job because she keeps getting even bigger opportunities. This is a big one because they're about to hire an NCAA president. And her name was even mentioned for that. Fortunately, she doesn't seem to have interest in it. But that's uh, that's a... That's a lot to take on at, at, at maybe what I mean, Jason, this is in our lifetime. This is probably the most critical juncture ever for college athletics, because finally, um, you know, players are now able to get paid. Y'all have NIL things that we've kind of rolled out. The players came out with NIL. This is a very complicated time uh, in a critical time. And I think it says a lot about uh, President Livingstone's uh, stature uh, in, in across the country to get put uh, in in a place like this, Jason. This is a this is a really big deal. Is this? Um, and she probably didn't take this over lightly. Give me an example. Like how long does she, how much time per week do you have a full time job? And she already has a full time job. <laughs> well, I, I'm beginning to wonder if there may be two or three of her. Uh, that, <laughs> as part of that, but uh, but you know, I, I don't think that you will meet a more competitive person than than uh, than Dr. Livingstone is. Just, and I think it's her athletic roots, uh, having been a, a collegiate uh, a women's basketball player, a student athlete, and uh, she. Uh, there's no challenge that uh, that she uh, doesn't want to hit head on. There's uh, she wants the ball when it's time for that uh, game-winning shot uh, at the end of the day. But what's what's remarkable uh, to me is that it's not all about her. It's the team that she's uh, assembled uh, about her. And then also uh, it's the priority that she continues to place on Baylor. Give you an example. She's going to be standing out in front of her house on Monday, next Monday, the first day of school, Monday afternoon, uh, handing out fruit smoothies to students. And she just has such a passion for uh, for Baylor students and our mission. And uh, and, and I think that uh, you know, she and I discussed this this morning is we have an incredible spotlight that's on our university right now through her work with the NCAA, her work with the Big 12. She's going to assume the chair of the American Council on Education this spring. So how can we be good stewards of this opportunity uh, that we have, not only for her, but really for Baylor as an institution, because this is a very unique place as a Christian research university that's competing at the highest level of intercollegiate athletics. We want to make sure that we don't waste this opportunity um, to to really uh, talk about who we are, what we stand for, but then also the impact that we can have into the future. What did you say she's going to be in the in her yard? What is she going to be handing out, did you say? 
Um, well, if you're wanting to stop by, if that's what you're getting at, Matt, uh, on Monday, uh, <laughs> yeah. fruit smoothies from uh, from Oh My Juice in front of our house at Albritton House on campus at 3 o'clock on Monday. And okay. uh, you know, this is just one of these traditions she does at the start of every semester uh, to, to make sure that students know who the president is on the campus and that she is approachable and really cares for them. It's something uh, unique that she always does. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I saw um, Dr. Reynolds out there uh, handing anything out, although I I always enjoyed uh, crossing paths with him. Uh, and I, I hope, uh, Jason, you, you're like that too. You like to get out and about and let the students see you and let that hair flow like you do. So it's uh, it's always kind of fun to see you. And by the way, ESPN Central Texas will have our Baylor Alumni Tailgate, the Office of Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, uh, starting yeah. four hours before every game. And I always appreciate you, Jason. I know part of the reason you like to get to games so early is to stop by and kind of see what's on my mind before games. And so anyway, that always means a lot to me to see you and your, your wife out there I don't really think she knows who I am, but you do, and uh, <laughs> and I <laughs> I always appreciate seeing you out there. You bet. Well, it's hard to believe that uh, football season is here. Um, encourage everybody to start hydrating now, uh, and uh, as we look forward, but uh, but that alumni uh, uh, tailgate is such a great uh, opportunity for people to connect as the Baylor family, and we've got a, a lot of exciting things coming up this fall as we look to, to better connect, uh, particularly our young alumni, and uh, to make sure that they're connected to Baylor and uh, involved in what we're doing as a university. All right. Lots of construction, lots of fun stuff. I'm even thinking about that pavilion the other day. Something came up, and I just started thinking about how fun that's going to be, that Foster Pavilion. What a what a palace that's going to be. And I already know there's a 2024 recruit from my daughter's high school, and Baylor's trying to get him uh, hardcore. And I'm just imagining that he's probably going to go pro after his freshman year. But I'm just trying to imagine him opening that place. January 2024. Does that sound – is that is that accurate? Is that uh, when we're shooting for uh, – I think that's right. Uh, for the yes. conference schedule – uh, that's going to be so much fun when we get that place open. Well, uh, you're right. The open Big 12 play uh, January 2024. Uh, my office is actually in the Robinson Tower uh, uh, across I-35, right adjacent to the uh, pavilion construction. So uh, I get a bird's eye view uh, every day to look at the uh, construction progress, and they are moving fast as part of that. But uh, it's not in the pavilion itself. Uh, that's going to make an incredible impact for Baylor. But they're, the city, as our, part of our partnership, is redoing the Riverwalk. And I really think it's going to be transformational for downtown Waco. Having that anchor with a Paul and Alejandro Foster uh, pavilion there, but also the, the retail, the kind of the urban environment that's going to come along the river all the way up from uh, I-35 Frontage Road to uh, to Franklin. Uh, it's going to be an exciting time just to watch uh, this construction continue to, to unfold around around the, the river. But it's that anchor that uh, we're all going to get excited about watching basketball uh, in the future that's making it happen. 
All right, as long as you don't do anything at that Wendy's. That was, you know, the, all these students come in and they're like, oh, let's get the 20 mil plan. Boy, y'all do make some. That's a good place to make some money as a college is to convince the parents that their kids are going to eat 20 meals a week uh, at the cafeteria. And and the truth is we, we get about half those meals at Wendy's or wherever, but uh, that's okay. That's okay because you, you want to start out thinking they're going to be at the cafeteria. And I did Memorial was the was an unbelievable place, a cafeteria to eat, and, and we spent a lot of time in there. That's where the Fijis gathered. Um, I think y'all tried to run. Y'all, I think y'all have let us back on campus, so we're we're starting to flourish again. But uh, Jason, I appreciate it. I kept you a little overtime. Uh, apologize to the folks in whatever meeting you're about to walk into. Appreciate you doing this today. Always glad to do it, Matt, and and uh, appreciate uh, all that you do. And uh, we'll be back on anytime. I appreciate that. There he goes, Jason Cook, the uh, boy vice president of uh, communications and chief marketing officer at uh, Baylor Marketing. Yeah, the whole shebang. And uh, good to visit with him. He's a very official-looking uh, guy, very distinguished gentleman, but very approachable as well. You can just go up to him, ask him about football. He's got a – he didn't play this up, but he's got a big-time SEC background but uh, we're fortunate to have him over here, and he's embraced the Big 12. And the new-look Big 12 as all the new schools get ready to come in 2023. All right, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We want to hear a little bit from Dave Aranda. Dave Aranda, a couple of days ago, uh, was talking after a scrimmage, and we're getting closer. We're getting closer to time. People are going to start nailing down uh, starting jobs. A lot of people already have. Let's hear from the head coach of the Baylor Bears. Let's do it next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast for tonight, partly cloudy and We'll see a low of around 76. Tomorrow, sunny and hot with a high near 105. Then cooling back down for the rest of the week with afternoon highs in the mid-90s. Currently, it's 99 at ESPN Central Texas. Saturday night, it's your Cowboys and the L.A. Chargers. Live from SoFi Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. What do John Morris, 
Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com KRZI. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Cars priced right both day and night. Average your car in Texas. Trucks built for you, red, white, and blue. Average your car in Texas. Cars that zoom with lots of room. Average your car in Texas. Count on us, a dealer to trust. Average your car in Waco, Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Chris Woodward is out as the Rangers manager. Tony Beasley will step in as the interim manager for the rest of the season. Midway All-Stars are the 2022 Little League World Series champions. Tiger Woods is scheduled to meet with several of the top golfers in the world today in an effort to rally support around the PGA Tour in its ongoing battle with the LIV Golf Series. Dallas Cowboys have left Oxnard to practice with the Chargers ahead of Saturday's preseason game, but they will be back. Jerry Jones has come to a deal with Oxnard for the Cowboys to return for the next three years. Astros lost to the White Sox 4-2. Four to two. Game two of that series tonight, 7.05 first pitch. Rangers beat the A's 2-1 last night. Texas will try to make it four in a row, hosting the A's tonight, 7.05 first pitch. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley show. Thanks to Jason Cook, the uh, chief marketing officer at Baylor, and uh, always fun to catch up with him and see what's going on. Uh, you heard Ward say 
Tiger Woods has arrived in Wilmington and was going to join a players' meeting. And this involves the uh, Live Golf Series, the Saudi-backed uh, golf series, and what the PGA's continued response is going to be. I don't know if Tiger thinks that it's been handled the, in the greatest way, and so he decided it was important enough for him to fly into town. In fact, they showed him getting off uh, his uh, a private jet to make his way over to the uh, uh, the the golf tournament, the BMW Championships happening. Boy, he was not moving well. Dad, God, I still hate to, uh, you know, obviously he's tried to play a couple of times since that awful wreck he had, and he was moving very gingerly and just kind of barely getting around. It really was concerning to see that. But Tiger's going to get involved and have a visit with those golfers. Now, uh, let's uh, listen to a little bit, uh, and this is courtesy of John Morris, who was uh, Johnny on the spot right there on the uh, scene. Dave Aranda. You can hear John, by the way, every day at 2 o'clock here. Game time on at uh, 7 to 9 every morning right here on ESPN Central Texas. And that is Tom Barfield, Ryan, Ward White, the whole gang. They do a really nice job at 7 to 9. But I want to hear a little bit of uh, what Dave Aranda had to say as you're getting closer to the season. And there are certain parts of the team he's commenting on. Dave's always very upfront, and, and um, it's um, I, I think there's a ton of excitement building. Of course, the AP Top 25 came out yesterday. We'll listen to a little bit of Dave's uh, of this news conference, and then we'll uh, react to some of it as well. Uh, here is uh, Baylor head football coach Dave Aranda. It's good to see you guys. I thought we had good work today. You know, the um, the heat was out for sure, and I thought the on both sides of the ball, I thought the execution was good on both sides. I think the energy um, kind of lagged at times. I think energy-wise, was probably not our best day, uh, but um, I thought they were able to persevere. And um, you know, there's hi- there's highlights in the throwing game. I thought that um, that both Blake and KD. Um, put some balls on point and we were able to make some contested catches. I think the protection is still improving. Uh, I think the run game in terms of, um, you know, one cut and get downhill and fall forward and all that, I think has got a ways to go. Um, I think the blocking on the perimeter with our receivers still has a ways to go. I think defensively, I think the, um, the ability to kind of manage the collection of calls that we have um, and get in and out of things on shifts and motions and and um, communicate and be all on the same page is way impressive. I thought that they were able to hustle around and make plays. I thought they were able to make some timely plays, and so there's a lot of good there, I think, uh, for them to kind of um, go through hard uh, situations and kind of have the maturity to not, um, uh, not have self-inflicted wounds is still a, a big area for growth and is a, a concern, you know, kind of going into the season. So with that, take any questions you guys got. Dave, as far as uh, Blake's progress, are you liking what you're seeing? Yeah, you know, Blake has, um, you know, the, the, the math that we kind of keep up with the throw game has been impressive. And so completion percentage and you know, ball getting out of his hands and um, just all the metrics 
are good. Uh, but then, you know, there's times on the field to where it's like, wow, he got out of that and made that throw and got it where he needed to get it and the velocity of it and all that. So there's some, some of those moments that are cool to see. But the thing I'm most proud of is just his, um, his leadership and, he, you know, there's a timing and kind of an art of when to say something, how to say it, and to be um, authentic with, all, with everything that you got. And I think he's learning that. And so I'm, I'm, I'm proud of him for it. Coach, what was your, I mean, with them going full speed today, do you, how much does it help having the film of like a full speed scrimmage to be able to break down and take another look at how they're doing the drills each day moving forward? Yeah, I appreciate that. We had a lot of plays today. This was about 125 plays, I think. And, um, you know, uh, you could feel the difference when there was, um, you know, when there's no cloud cover and then when the clouds would roll in and all that. And I told them at the end, you know, we can't, we don't control the clouds, you know. We have to control, you know, um, kind of our own actions and attitudes and all of it. And so I think all of it's good. You know, we've talked about it before, like to get where you're going, you got to start where you are. And I think, you know, this is a, a good um, a good reminder of uh, kind of where everything's at. And I think, you know, um, for us to get to the level of, you know, it's a tight game, it's on the road, we're in a storm, right? Can't see, you know, north from south. Right, and um, you can't hear, you know, um, from left from right. In order to get where you need to be and do what you what you have to do, I think all that we have a ways to go with that. All right, I. That's really interesting, and, and I, I like. They said he, you can't control the clouds. Um, you know, that's it, interesting to hear him talk about the atmosphere and everything going on. Uh, there were some areas for growth. The sounds like the wide receivers, the the blocking out on the perimeter is one thing. They did make some contested catches. That's good. It, it sounds like Shapen is not only making some off schedule throws, but really, really been consistent as far as completion percentage. I find it really interesting that he keeps mentioning that you know Blake needs to be authentic and and that's an interesting we we don't normally talk about things like that in association with football and and I think I think what he, he seems to be indicating is he wants to make sure that Blake Shapen is leading um it, it, from like who he is not trying to be anybody else um letting sort of his, his leadership style come through and and I think he's really growing in in some of those areas. He he seemed to think there was some uh, areas of growth for uh, the pass protection seemed to be one. And then I thought interesting to hear Dave Aranda say that the running game has a way to go, ways to go. That's okay. I mean you know it's it's September third. They're going to play Albany. I mean it, it's it's okay. I think it's a healthy thing for a coach to admit hey we we've got some things to work on here and what he's you know what he seems to indicate is that sort of one cut and go and, and where you end up falling forward for about two more yards is what you want to have happen that some of that may not be happening as hard and as quick as you want i i do think there was a time going into last season when you know right before and then they realized that Abram Smith was going to be able to move over and play some running back 
where there were major concerns about the running game. <clears throat> it turned out that Ebner and Abram Smith turned out it would be very you know complimentary uh, backs, which is just really tremendous to see that happen. And um, and and so now you have to see who's going to step up, uh, both at running back and wide receiver. And I think if I'm reading between the lines, to me it seems like the defense is just fast right now. It's getting there. Now, he wanted to see more energy. He didn't think it was one of the better energy uh, level practices. But I, 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 I do feel like the defense is probably – quite a bit ahead of the offense right now not quite a bit just a little bit ahead of the offense uh is the way i interpret some of this aaron can we pick up right there and listen to a little more of coach randa dave you got uh snacks at the cornerback now mm-hmm. is that right and uh walking at the uh, hybrids mm-hmm. what, what made you decide to do that i think uh you know al his um his strengths are, are some of his strengths are going to be his um, his instincts. You know, he, he is a ball hawk, and um, he's always around it, and good fortune generally follows. But then I think, you know, there's a great amount of physicality with him. And, and last year as a corner, he was one of our better blitzers, and we bring the corner quite a bit. And so his, um, you know, his transformation into that star position was an easy one. And then Lorando just has such great speed and athleticism. You know, he was he was bringing physicality for sure at the start, but uh, you know there was just a need for some skill and some speed on the perimeter, and uh, he's really done well there. And how's Al doing? He's got a wrist injury. Yeah, so we're expecting Al to be back next week. David, some of the struggles running the ball today. Has there been anyone in that running back room uh, that's kind of emerged as a front runner, and what are you hoping to see out of them? Not yet. I think you know there's been a, a good um, a good rotation, and I think there's been um, you know I, I think winning at every level is a thing, and I think you know winning in um, in the meeting room is a thing. You know you're getting all this information, you're collecting all these dots, and then can you can you put it into your own language? Can you teach it? That would be connecting the dots, and so. There's winning at that level. There's winning in a walkthrough, being, paying attention, and, and um, if you're not taking the rep, your your um, your eyes are on the guy that's taking it, and you're taking a mental rep. You know, winning in a Tuesday practice is a thing. You know, um, uh, that second team period when it's been whatever the heat has been, and finishing strong is a thing. Then you know, a Saturday scrimmage is yet another. And I think some of those previous, you know, stages we've been able to win. We did not today <laughs> in in this setup, and so uh, we got another shot at it. And I think, you know, we've had to kind of stay. The thing is, you're like you're on the path, you're off the path. Get back on it. It's as simple and as hard as that. With the running backs, do you have a preference, uh, running back by committee, or more like one or two featured backs? Whatever, whatever gives us the best opportunity to win. And I think, you know. Um, there's talent there for sure. I think there has to just be a consistency and a, um, you know, um, an aggressiveness that has to kind of come together. With wide receivers, uh, how do you balance keeping an open competition versus having uh, Blake Shape and Bill before? 
Yeah, that's a good question. And so I think just the more you can throw it, the more you can work those combinations. And so we we have uh, purposely tried to have more team passes, right? More reps with our Skelly, kind of move it around different spots so that he can work with those different groups and see if there's a, a matchup um, or a pairing that's better than others. Dave, who's doing well at safety right now? There's, there's a fair amount of uh, talent there. You know, Devin Lemire, um, you know, Devin Bobby made some good plays today. Um, Mike Harris has really shown up. I think we're still trying to get Mike uh, on the, the straight and narrow off, off of football, but there's some positive things. I think the, the ability to, um, to fully find a home in base and then in the sub packages and, um, you know, uh, since there's such a, a, a wide variety of guys and, and skill level and talent, I think we're still looking for roles. And so the hope is by the end of next um, next scrimmage we have that. Dave, how valuable is it to have a guy like Dylan that's been through it a couple of years, kind of knows that defense and can now teach it to other guys? And he does that. You know, I think Dylan makes time to, um, to make his own cuts. He studies it. We talked about... You know, you get all this information, you're collecting dots and putting it together and being able to teach it is the connection of the dots. And he does that, you know. And so what a what a valuable uh, lesson uh, for some of our younger guys. And so, um, you know, he's he's being a mentor to them. And I think he's well on his way to having a really good season. I think, you know, his ability on defense to if there's a shift and a change of strength and then a motion, and all of it, he, he can um, spit all that out and do it with a calm about him to where guys can get in and out of a couple defenses and not be a thing. All right, talking about Dylan Doyle there, the, uh, the Baylor linebacker and what he brings to the field, the knowledge that he has, and being able to diagnose a lot of things. I You know, one of the things that I like and maybe one of the reasons – that Dave Aranda mentions the word sometimes quite a bit authentic, is that he is that way. And I think he's constantly striving to be uh, – he, he's a little more upfront and and just straightforward than most college football or NFL coaches I've been around. In fact, uh, to the point where when they're talking about safeties, he's he just comes right out and says, yeah, this guy needs to – Mike needs to work on his off-the-field stuff. You know, he's coming fine on the field. You don't normally hear coaches do that, but I think he challenges people to be strong on and off the field, and if they're not doing it, he's not going to mind pointing it out. It doesn't mean he's going to embarrass anybody nor go through exactly what's going on, but he does not mind calling people out for things like that. Now, some of those young guys that he mentioned, uh, Lemire... Uh, was that, yeah, he, said, he said Lemire's name at safety is coming along strong. And then Devin Bobby. If I remember correctly, I think Devin Bobby's from – I think I think Bobby is – Devin Bobby? Is that right? Um, from uh, DeSoto. And that's a, that's a really interesting player that brings a ton of athleticism, a lot of size to that position. And then, uh, and then the explanation on Lorando – uh, snacks, they call him, going to the star position, uh, actually going to cornerback, and then Al Walcott going to star. Well, Al Walcott's just a huge, huge playmaker, and that's what Petrie was. And I don't know if he's the pass rusher that uh, that Petrie turned out to be, but but there's a shot. 
There's a chance he is. He's always around the ball, so I I like the uh, thought of that. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. Great to hear from Coach Aranda. We'll say goodnight in the dismount next. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We're a treat you like family. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer Boys.com. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just got in trouble for putting a lifesaver in my mouth. It's the fifth one and he's diabetic. I spit the other two out. At me. Well, one at you and th- two in the trash and Rude. the one I got right now that you can't stand because I do this. Who's with me on that? We don't like to hear the crunching or the munching. Give us a call and talk about it. 254-235-4922. Or just call her up and just smack in her ear. Ask for Jana. She will go nuts. Do it. 235-4922 or crunchmonster.com. No. Fixitjimmy.com. Your home for the Waco Lions. ESPN Central Texas. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs made from scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. Central Texas College offers day, night, weekend, online, and lunchtime classes on multiple sites. So when people ask, what are you up to this weekend? You can be like, "Ah, not much, just earning my college degree. Got any lunch plans? You're like, oh yeah, I got big plans. Find time for those big plans at ctcd.edu. Central Texas College for students of the real world. CTC classes in Colleen, Fort Hood, and online start August 22nd. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Chris Woodward is out as the Rangers manager. Tony Beasley will step in as the interim manager for the rest of the season. Midway All-Stars are the 2022 Little League World Series champions. Tiger Woods is scheduled to meet with several of the top golfers in the world today in an effort to rally support around the PGA Tour in its ongoing battle with the LIV Golf Series. Dallas Cowboys have left Oxnard to practice with the Chargers ahead of Saturday's preseason game, but they will be back. Jerry Jones has come to a deal with Oxnard for the Cowboys to return for the next three years. Astros lost to the White Sox 4-2. Game 2 of that series tonight, 7-05 first pitch. Rangers beat the A's 2-1 last night. Texas will try to make it four in a row, hosting the A's tonight, 7-05 first pitch. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley. We have to say goodnight and uh, very, uh, very great uh, moment for the Baylor athletic program and for Shea Langoliers. Played at uh, Keller, was from Keller, and he uh, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Actually, I guess Keller's closer to Fort Worth. Shea Langoliers gets called up. Going to go up against his hometown team, the Texas Rangers. Uh, he is with Oakland. Of course, he plays catcher, as you all remember, when he was with the Bears. And he'll be batting sixth tonight. As Tony Beasley manages his second game, since taking over for the fired Chris Woodward. And Shea Langoliers makes his debut. He was an all-star. He was an MVP at the Futures game in the past. He's worked his way up played extremely well i think he had 19 home runs in uh in triple a so how fun will that be shay langoliers gets it going tonight for those oakland a's against the texas rangers okay a reason to watch tonight's game and rangers could have like a four-game win streak. That'd be unbelievable. All right, Matt Mosley Show. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Everybody have a great one. Good night, everybody. It's time for today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Today, a look at the West Virginia Mountaineers. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, continuing our series of Big 12 football previews. Today, a second look at the West Virginia Mountaineers, where head coach Neil Brown is looking at changing things up with a tough early schedule. Details straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Every team knows that the two-point play can be a winning move. That's why State Farm agent Bart Romig and his team are here to help you go for two by combining your home and auto insurance. It's a great call that saves